You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. artist, rapper, and just overall fucking raw to the core. And what is it? Do you have your own label? Your own label? Um, we're trying to make it a brand right now. We want to, um, future, in the future, hopefully we can make it a label where we can uh, actually sign artists and stuff like that. But right now we're just an overall, uh, I think we're just an overall brand. Um, I'll get more into that when, um, the, uh, definitely when the podcast goes along, I'll definitely want to dive into that for sure. Okay, so the but, brand, um, you're... Pop, sorry, pay, pay, three men. Everyone say hello to pay. Sorry, sorry. Right, so pay, pay, three men. Feel free to tell the audience about yourself. So yeah, um, I'm basically uh, I'm an artist uh, as as we already explained. Um, I've been doing music since like since sixth grade, honestly. Um, whether it was making it on a phone, whether it was going to the studio and stuff like that. Um, I just always loved doing music. Um, ever since day one. Um, I've had a lot of different names over the time. Um, my first ever rapper name I ever had was uh, Pepe is Fallen, <laughs> and uh, obviously uh, that that just uh, somehow went forward to um, Pepe Greenman. But, um, yeah, overall, um, I think uh, when it comes to music, too, um, we're, at a, we're at a really big part of our career, me and, uh, me and the team overall. Um, like I said, we just recently opened this brand uh, called 88 Music. Um, I, I bet you're probably aware who uh, DJ Khaled is and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So basically right now what we're trying to do is be kind of a brand version of DJ Khaled. Um, so when best. it comes to our first project that we're releasing on January 1st, we won't really have artists that are signed to the label, but we are going to have multiple, already like 10 plus artists um, that we have um, on the album overall, just to make kind of just a big cypher album, you know what I mean? And it's a, I feel like it's a good way for um, different fan bases to interact, for different people to get exposure and stuff like that, and for artists to meet different artists well and the best part about um this project that we're going to be doing in 88 music we always want to make sure we're doing something good for the community as well um our artists are definitely going to be getting paid their streams but everything that the brand makes itself we've teamed up with the um one dollar foundation created by ali evenos and we're going to be uh, donating all those proceeds to ali evenos um and the one dollar foundation yeah that sounds absolutely uh-huh. amazing it, just hearing stuff like oh, yeah. that it Reminds me of the various amounts of people just having so many artists. It's like like people are calling it like collaborative albums, but I don't necessarily really think that's a bad thing because like we're, Majestic Minds is doing like a similar thing where we're having like at least eighteen to like seventeen artists, and like you would say it's a collaborative album in a sense, but like the more you know people you have on, the more like you're able to like basically have like something to work with like 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 it's a smart idea oh yeah for sure um i i think it i think it definitely is especially when you're at your starting point you know what i mean you want to just get as much exposure as possible you know what i mean and um and that's another thing with this brand as well is um we we faced this dilemma when we first opened 
Instagram, um, just like letting um, letting anyone um, that wanted to be um, a part of the brand be a part of the brand. But uh, we shot away that thankfully, and now we're more of like we're we want to make sure the artists that we have, um, they they're, they're locked in on their shit. You know what I mean? They they're into music. It's not just a side hustle or anything like that. Exactly what you guys are doing, honestly, um, with your podcast and your guys' music as well. We want people like that because they it's gonna be so much easier to be able to create a band base for people that are actually taking shit seriously. You know, it's uh, it's very rare, rare to be like a group of little pups making it, basically. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I think overall it's really good. I definitely, I definitely hear that. That's a really great thing to hear. Now, with so many artists on your brand and so many people to work with, what do you think the music scene is looking like in the future? You know, I, uh, I don't want to sound cocky saying this, but um, with this, with this album coming out, like I said, I think it's not just gonna expose the brand, but it's gonna expose so many artists. And I, I truly believe whether it's five years down the road, whether it's right when the album releases, I, I think um, a lot of Arizona artists are gonna start taking over the game. And um, don't get me wrong, we're still gonna have Atlanta, we're gonna have Chicago, we're gonna have California, all those great places. But I think um, sooner or later, Arizona's gonna be added to the mix. Um, it's, I think it's inevitable. Um, but that, that's why I see the music career go, music um, going overall is just, yeah, just transcending to um, not even just Arizona in general, but just like different dates and different, because there's so many more ways to find different artists in different places, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like, um, and like I said too, um, you, you're definitely not going to get exposure if you're not uh, trying your best and stuff like that, but, um. I don't know. At the same time, uh, like I said, especially with Arizona, there's a lot of artists like that that are trying their best, that are busting their butts off, and it's just like it. Artists like that have inevitable success for sure, and you guys know that for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, um, that's really great to hear. Um, for me, it's hard to like predict because music has so many aspects trends and transitions it's really come to so it's hard to directly pinpoint where it's going to um take a turn to but i've been noticed that like a lot of the more popular songs are more going towards like an r&b funk hip-hop soul like people are going back into the old days where like the more traditional older style of music because i think music has become so repetitive and just so unoriginal is that people are going to time where like music had more of a weight and meaning back then like when you listen to songs like Lizzo, her new song fuck what is what is her new song called again it's like a funk song and then bruno not like yeah and then there's um bruno mars and anderson pack recently released like a soul funk album yeah and then there's yeah, like I saw yeah, it's it's an amazing, amazing album. Anderson Pack on the drums is so talented, man. I gotta learn his style. But aside from that, um, I know people are going more back into the old ways, which is good. But like, if humans and or people in a way are like sort of like evolving backwards or like regressing how would basically let's say like i don't know something really advanced as like ai be able to deal with that do you think ai could ever ever make music better than us yeah like honestly i think that's what it comes down to you know um, 
like with music, it, it really is. Like, don't get me wrong, AI is um, it, it could be it could be somewhat of a scary thing, especially for artists um, worrying that they might never get the exposure that they um, that they've had again. Um, especially with AI, it's just um, overall. Uh, I I think um, when it comes down to certain things, um, it's just, some things are just better off man-made, um, man-made, woman-made, you know, person-made. And I think um, you know, and I think we're seeing that too with. Um, the AI, the AI generated uh, robots, kind of even getting some backlash too. Whether it was from the stereotypes and stuff like that, um, we're kind of seeing um, a little bit of like you know, as much as AI generated rappers, all I'm not gonna lie, I've definitely heard of some of the stuff um, from AI generated rappers. It's really good, but um, it's just not the same. I did think as someone just getting on a guitar and just taking a hard out. Yeah, that I, I have yet to listen to music from generated AI rappers, but the fact that you've mentioned that it sounds very repetitive is very interesting concerning like, you know, it's supposed to be like a supercomputer and shit. But I got this article from United Masters, right? I'm on their Instagram page right now, and it seemed like a really interesting topic. It says, is the music industry prepared for an AI revolution? AI has become so advanced that it can now write essays that make it easier to plagiarize other people's work or day and complete lines of codes and create music that can remove all imperfections from the regular human voice. And then, since most music-driven AI compiles music-related data into its neural networks to create similar music, one of the most pressing questions is, who owns the copyright to the AI-made music? Very interesting. Now, it talks about, um... Oh, sorry. No, yeah, no, I, I was just agreeing with you on that. Like, um, it, it, that's just a really interesting thing to think about, too. It's like really owns like the copyrights to this. It's just, like, the people that create it. Is it like the label now? Um, it, it's just a really cool, a really interesting thing to think about for sure. And um, all, all, I will I will say, too, I'm a somewhat line on that. I, I haven't heard like a whole song from the AI generated rappers. I've um, definitely heard a lot of TikTok, um, you know, uh, a lot of TikTok uh, snippets and stuff like that, seeing those videos. And yeah, just like you said, they're very repetitive. Man. And it's so interesting that AI generated rappers, out of all of that, all the only thing they can come out with is rep repetitive lines. But at the end of the day, I think um, I think that does kind of show where where the rap game is at too. At the same time, I, and, and like you said, people are getting sick of it. I saw this uh, tweet from this guy. I feel like a lot of people are this way. Uh, you know, they're getting sick of the repetitive, not just AI rappers, but repetitive little babies uh, always listening to the Drakes and Gunners. Mm -hmm. And like, no disrespect to any of them, they just uh, they, people just want something new. You know what I mean? And um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think I think there's a couple of things I could say about AI-generated rappers, but um, overall, um, I just I, I don't see them being the future. You know what I mean? Um, I, I see them I see them as being those type of artists that um, like if we if we want to bring it down to an artist standpoint, they, I feel like they're the type of artists that try too hard to make that perfect music. You know what I mean? And it just do, when when they try so hard to make that perfect music, it just doesn't end up perfect. You know what I mean? Because doing the things like you know taking out like certain um certain pitches that like um human like humans wouldn't make that like doesn't make the quote unquote won't make the sound song sound as good i feel like those type of things do make the song sound a little bit better those little mistake songs and stuff like yeah. that it can bring an aesthetic and show that like um and show that you know like uh, it, it gives a better connection with the artists i feel like when uh, with uh, the bands when they know that you know a, a real person is making the mu is making the music that they listen to you know 
I, I, I don't know. I think um, I think we mainly saw it with EXO. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's a prime example of like uh, of someone that just feel like really just build out his emotions. You know, um, let um, let everything go and like people really connect to that. You know, and I don't think AI rappers have that kind of connection with with the fans. You know? Yeah, definitely. Cause like the thing is huh? with like as repetitive as these artists are the thing with like humans versus technology is that like basically we have this i don't really know how to explain it but like since we're basically born with flaws like and we don't really possess like a high array of intelligence say as a supercomputer does it allows us to really evolve and supercomputers don't really evolve which is the thing but like i i can definitely see with the music yeah, definitely. I can see with the music becoming incredibly stagnant and repetitive as like as a sign as like, and this is going to be very controversial, but I think we're at a point in our lives right now where like we basically reach our peak and we may not be able to get higher. That That's just something that like me and like maybe many other conspiracy, conspiracy, sorry, theorists believe, but like I, I really think like... I, I don't know, we've kind of hit rock bottom. Rapper FN Mecca was over 10 million followers on TikTok. Its creator Brendan Lee and co-founder Anthony Martini, I, I probably didn't say that right, owned the copyrights yeah. in the rapper's music. Kyle the Hooligan, who lended his vocals to FN Mecca, says he's never paid for his contribution to the character. Holy fuck! This nigga got so swindled. Like, I, I, wow! Damn, so the guy that, like, actually, like, helped with the voice, like, did the voice and stuff like that, too, isn't even getting paid is what it sounds like? No, yeah, no, yeah, that's exactly what it says. That is some bullshit. Damn. Damn. That is terrible, man. What the heck? Yeah, that's just, that's just the shitty side of business, too. Like, so many, not even just when it comes to vocal artists, but whether it's, like, producers or engineers, some some of them just never get the credit they deserve, you know? And it's always sad to see sometimes. That's the thing with labels, though, is, like, when you basically work with a whole team of people and they own the shareholders, the copyrights, your music, just um, distribution, and basically yeah. performance royalties and all that shit, you don't really have much of a leeway because you have to go through their word, and it's a word of, like, a bunch of people. That's why I have yeah. no desire to sign to a label. I don't want my group signed to a label. I want no association with a label. I just don't really trust it. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's so hard to trust you know and it's just like you know even when you have like a team of your own like an agent or like anybody to help you with that stuff there's still a good chance of you getting screwed over by that label and even sometimes even the age your own agent you know so it's just like when and that's the thing about the 88 brand as well um sadly if we do um start coming up we will have to i'll see us having to do business uh stuff and like it's going to be inevitable when it comes to like contracts and all that but you know we just really like we really really want to shy away as much as possible from the business side of music you know and like just try to try to keep it as straightforward as possible you know when we when we tell our artists we're going to give them a certain amount we're going to give them that certain amount same thing with our photographers our directors you know just trying to keep it the best um making sure that everybody gets the credit that they deserve you know because that's that like like we said that's something that's just been a flaw in music um nowadays some people just don't end up getting the credit they deserve I feel that. But yeah, it's some real bullshit. Um, have you heard of the you know the um I'm not is she a rapper or a singer? I'm not sure. Have you heard of Summer Walker? Summer Walker, yeah, I've heard of her. I I think she's a little bit of both. I think she fits that R and B uh 
R&B uh, role a little bit more. Um, I I don't. Do you know if I could like? Um, huh. No, I, I don't even want to try. I don't want to. I don't want to try to leave the Zoom app and it like cancels the meeting. But um, no, I think with Summer Walker, she really fits that. Um, like you, I, I think you probably heard the name like Ellie Mai. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like that. Uh, just kind of that role of uh, just a little, just a little bit of both. Like it's singing, but like you know they're rhyming at the same time type shit. Well, wherever she fits into, um, I heard this. Um, I believe it was this summer where she made a deal with her record label before she um transferred herself to another one. But with her old record label, she basically had to have like twenty. 20- six percent of the cut of whatever she made with her music and then the label got basically the majority of it i'm like whoa that's rough because like it ended up being good on her part because she got famous because of it but like she got 26 percent of the cut yeah damn yeah no that's and yeah that's that's just really sad about it too like the main creator isn't even getting paid the most money and yeah no that's definitely unfair for sure i'm trying to think of um Cause there's just so many times where like you know rappers have gotten screwed over with labels. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe like a specific one. Um, I don't like I'm a, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm a big young boy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I um I don't know the specific situation with it, but I remember when he was having his problems with the Atlantic White Records as well. Um, there's just so many ways they can go about it. You know, whether it's um whether it's not giving you any money at all, like not giving you the credit you deserve, or even something like a fucked up contract. Like they'll they'll like um they'll kind of like brainwash these rappers like hey if you sign with us we'll give you 15 million up front but then like little do the rappers know that they're gonna have to pay back that 15 million later on and then and they never get informed that you know what you serious young boy would never sorry it's no it's a young boy meme <laughs> oh some shit yeah. of course like no, I, and I and i think so too like and i i don't know the specific amount when it comes to it but i think that was the problem that young boy um dealt with too is um he signed a deal they gave him a lot of money up front and it was pretty dumb on his part i'd say to take the money on up front i'll say that but like um at the same time like he just got completely screwed over i think he's independent now that's why he's dropping all this music mm. so thank god for that sure but um yeah no and uh, like i said it's not just him there's so many artists that get screwed over with those label with those labels you know you see so many um different sometimes you even see artists going out publicly you know talking shit on their labels it, it's crazy stuff um i don't know if you actually um, saw it too so atlantic records oh, um, I heard them. did you see like yeah you did you see like a post lately that um they like like i know every label uses bots but they're using bots yeah yeah I, I saw that um i think pe- the fans were calling out um little dirk and little lucy for having fake streams i heard about that i know about that yeah like i mean and, and don't get me wrong too i love the just wanna rock video me too but a lot of a lot of those a lot of those views ended up actually being bots and a lot of those comments and it's really sad too because i feel like just by doing that they made it so like people are gonna overlook the fact that that music video is an awesome video they're gonna be like oh it's only famous because they got bots you know be- when they never probably even needed to use bots in the first place with something like that i just and when it, i don't know i i didn't understand that with atlantic records because they got good artists yeah. you know what i mean they don't i just felt like that was so unnecessary it, it's very weird because like uzi is like basically one of their most 
popular like artist and like literally everyone fucks with his music and i was really digging the music video too so when i heard about the fake yeah. bot streams i was so confused i was like wait why does it mean like fake bots so it's freaking little lucy yeah. it's it, it's so yeah, it's awkward so but but get this yeah. um after becoming the first ai generated artist to be signed to a major label fn mecca received major backlash for perpetrating negative stereotypes of black people causing sleep with a dropping and seemingly ended, ended the project all together imagine that shit imagine having your voice being used to create a fictional artificial intelligence rapper and then it basically uses your voice to use some bad words this thing should not be saying you don't get any money for it and then the project gets ended that is some bull whoever does make it i i don't know who um the rappers what's his name again it's um kyle the hooligan he got fucking swindled that's gotta be the worst deal i've, I've ever heard oh yeah for sure no that one was fucked up for sure um I yeah it, it was just some it, it's just some crazy shit and you know the sad thing about um the artists too that we were talking about with fn mecca is like obviously like not not everybody's gonna know who that vocal artist is you know what i mean so mm -hmm. he's not gonna like get constant backlash like oh you're the guy that used the voice for this guy you know but um i don't know at the same time it's like it's so it, it really sucks because like the people in the music industry and in the music circle and stuff like that they're gonna know that he was a part of that you know so i feel like it's just gonna be not the fact that he didn't even get paid but it's also just gonna be so hard to recover from it you know um and try and try to get back to making a living um off because like i said you like not not intentionally but you you put your you, you put your name under this project that just ended up ended up being the way it was ended up being very stereotypical you know yeah, um what's even more stranger i just looked him up and like he's black and like um in some of his photos he is like green dread so like I have no idea what the fuck they were thinking, but like, um, I looked him up. He has Spotify, YouTube Music, Pandora. Um, let me see how big this guy is because. I'm probably gonna check out his Apple Music. Actually, check out his song soon. Like, I want to see. I want to see what a full song from him sounds like. I think. I think. I like. I think I got the idea. Oh shit! Out, but like... He's a pretty big motherfucker. He's a pretty big motherfucker. Um, he has fifty-one thousand three hundred and seventy-six monthly listeners on. This. Okay, so he's not a nobody. Which is even more fucked yeah. up. Which is even uh, more yeah. fucked up. Like, damn. And then the article... Uh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, definitely. And then the article continues. It says, while FN Mecca was run by non-musicians, artists are utilizing AI to bolster their own careers. Holly Herndon created and developed Holly Plus to reach a musical capabilities that she naturally could not do. And then the article ends with the Holly Plus rendition of Jolene by Dolly Patreon showed that Herndon's vision could help um, dem democratize the music industry even more if the AI were ever to have regulations and laws. Very, very interesting. Wow. Yeah, I know, for sure. That's, that's something to think about. Yeah, that would happen. No, yeah, definitely. It, it, it's something to think about for sure. Um, and I don't know, just overall with, and I, I said this before, but like I said, overall with AI, with those with AI rappers and stuff like that, and with all those type of artists, it's just like I I just pray to God that like, and it sounds like it is, but I just um I just pray to God that that doesn't become the future of music. Honestly, same. I really same hope. Here. I hope not. But real quick, I am not so fun. Do you watch um? Do you watch football by any chance? Um, I like sports, but like I prefer to be in the field doing the action rather than watching. Yeah, if, I mean, if that makes sense. 
Oh, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, You know, like, it, it was kind of weird. Like, uh, when I was, like, in my younger days, like, elementary and high school and stuff, I, I'm in my younger days now, obviously, but <laughs> my younger, younger days, um, elementary and high school and stuff like that, I was just like that. I loved playing the sport and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I just, I've done a lot of stupid shit in my past and just, like, my body's not the same like it used to be. <laughs> so, like, it, it's, like, kind of watching sports for me is, like, the next best thing I could get to. Um, but... No, honestly, that that's one thing I'm trying to get into. Well, actually, after we're done with this podcast, um, I um, I just recently signed up for a gym membership. Um, I'm gonna try to get back into basketball. I think there's like an open pickup. So, but, um, yeah, no, for sure, I totally get that. It, it's at the end of the day, if you if you have the opportunity to, like, if you have the physical ability to, it's ten times more fun like playing the sport than watching it. For real, um, I used to play a lot of soccer when I was little. Um, I remember being a little soccer team just like doing whatever i wanted not giving a shit because i was a really dumb kid but like my dad was saying how the coach was like obsessed with me like he was so good he wanted me to stay on and that shocked me hearing that years later because i wasn't aware of that and i kind of suck at soccer now like i remember joining the junior varsity team in high school and like i never made it to varsity so like that really sucked like i still stay active i i go to a gym that's like not too far from my house regularly I do a bunch of strength training. I um do some stretches before I start and just like you know staying active. It's really it's a really essential thing when like you really want to bring yourself and just like you want to carry your weight around the world. Also, my fucking ah back is killing me, but like it's good to put some work in the body. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, and that and that's just the best thing about it too. Like any anyone that works out is gonna benefit off it. You know what I mean? Not just by you know getting stronger, getting bigger, and like helping yourself with self esteem in that um sense. But like you know, just um even even just like um like like we have it for music. I bet um whenever we're like in a really good mood, a really bad mood, or we're just having a strong feeling, we make music. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing for for the gyms. You know, too. If you're really mad about something, if you got something in your head that you just can't get out go to the gym and just let that chi out you know what i mean and mm. it, it's it's so it, it's so perfect for anyone that wants to do it i'm not gonna lie um, i've been um like the past few months i've been a uh, shine away from working out for sure um i've just uh been working on music so much but like i said today i'm gonna well i'm trying to get back on it i was i, I wanted to do something where um where like uh, I, I don't know because i wanted to do something like my new year's resolution i get the gym membership and all that but um <laughs> I've been thinking about it too with all my New Year's resolutions. I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I I feel if you want to do something, you should just do it. You know exactly. Like like they're so laughable. Like I've been seeing people saying like I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna get a million dollars. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna become more smart. And then like halfway into the not like not even a full three months or halfway into a year, they just like drop everything and just stop talking about. I'm like y'all y'all motherfuckers are literal clowns. You are fucking clowns. If you're gonna to like manifest your ambitions desires and goals into reality just fucking do it just do it why do you feel the need to just tell people that like you're basically experiencing some sort of like a change and like a rebrand of yourself just fucking do like no one really needs to know because like if we know you don't do it then like we know we can't take you seriously like like i i, I don't i don't get it 
It's just like when you really just want to like really just move forward and propel yourself to just a higher realm you gotta be like serious about what you what you do and just move in silence just like don't tell anyone move in silence so like yeah like with that sort of thing in mind and like with all the music scene changing in ai and all this shit um how would you, your brand, or yourself as an artist, be able to basically compete with artificial intelligence in music? Do you think it's something, like, you're able to just hold off, deal with, or, like, you don't really mind about that sort of thing? I- I'm trying to figure out how I would deal with this sort of thing as well. Yeah, so I think when it comes to artificial intel- intelligence and stuff like that, um, it, uh, it, it's something scary about when you, when you think about... Um, hopefully it doesn't happen like artificial intelligent uh artists like just completely taking over the music game like that's always in this side of your mind ever since um ever since ai rappers he became a thing that's always been inside of every artist's head i feel like um but when it when it comes down to um like if we're talking about right now um where like ai rappers are at and where the 88 brand is at i think um our main focus is Honestly, obviously, you know, take away the scandals, take away all the stuff. But like, we're we're looking just to try to get numbers, like like those AI rappers, like those FN mechas and stuff like that. I think that's our main goal right now is um not um not worrying about the competition, but um getting to the level of our competition, you know. Um, but yeah, overall, um, like I said though, um, it's definitely something that's that is in the side of everyone, in the back of everyone's head. Um, if these rappers are gonna be taken over um hopefully i i I pray to god because like i said you know the music like when it comes to the music um it's repetitive and it's all that stuff but um it's definitely something that's going to be played that can be played on the radio you know white girls singing it 24 7 while they're driving to dutch bros and like it it really is one of those things the only thing that i feel like pulled the ai rappers back like the fn mechas and stuff like that were the scandals that they had honestly so if I'm, i'm just hoping at the end of the day that um the business side of music um like the scandals and like all that stuff the copyrights and all that um that just keeps them keeps them at the level they're at you know what i mean it's me i'm the problem it's me 
It's me. <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. You just said white girl singing. I was thinking of Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, go on. Okay. I love it. But no, I think, um, yeah, overall, um, yeah, like I said, so you, you always, and it's not even just with AI rappers too, um, you always, um, you always think about it with multiple artists, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not even gonna lie, I'd be lying to you, um, I think, uh, you heard of the, um, diss track that I made, um, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna say fucking it, raw. But, um, that shit was raw, oh my god. Like, oh, I, god. And, like I was like, I was like, this dude's mad, this dude's mad at somebody, this dude is mad at somebody. Like, like, awesome. generally, I'm not, I'm at a point in my life where, like, I'm not really a fan of that stuff anymore because, like, music really should be used to, like, really ele elevate people and, like, convey a certain amount of emotions, but sometimes it can be anger. I just think, like, these tracks are just, like, kind of, like, below what an artist really should be doing, but, like, once in a while, I find them entertaining and they're really fun to hear. Yours specifically, like, my, yeah, what, what, what what's one of, what, one of the lines you said? You said something about, like, someone's dad being baby to like pay the bills to be able to make right. this like holy shit like yeah. god damn oh yeah it, it took a lot um like they, this guy really uh, really pissed me off for like me to make the diss track for sure at the same time though it's kind of like kind of like what i was saying too because like i i do at the end of the day when it comes to that situation i wish i didn't make the diss track yeah um and just like and just let him be and just let him do his shit i feel like um you know that just would have uh, that just would have been better on my end you know because now i have this um now now i'm stuck with this paranoia of you know worrying about like if another artist like gets famous they're gonna be like starting to come after me right now you know what i mean and I don't know. It, like, I, it, there's the whole thing when it comes to that situation. So, like, um, the fear that um, if I explain the whole story, would I feel like would make more sense. But overall, um, when it comes to that diss track, um, I, uh, like I said, I, I, I'll still, I, I've always been on this because um, I don't want anybody to go out, like, people that don't know this person or people that don't know this situation to go harassing this guy saying his name or anything like that but mainly the diss track it, it wasn't even made to get famous it was just made for like friends to like look I, I feel like I didn't really have an expanded mind at the time. I was I didn't really have a mind of what's something that everybody wants to listen to and I just I was just really angry. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely because like it's entertaining, but, like, you have to, like, take into mind, like, it's public for everyone to see, and that's, like, being printed on, like, everyone's consciousness. Like, I could just never see myself ever doing that, my group, or just anyone else for the matter. I, hell, I hope no one ever just has the energy to make a diss track, because, like, there's so much dirt on me that it's not even funny. Like, ugh, fuck. That's what I'm worried about, too. I'm worried about a diss track coming out, and, like, everything about me is just, like... <laughs> It's just like out there. Like I've like been that, a that's bad, bad little little son of a bitch. Well, not not nowadays. I'm definitely way better, but like, oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh yeah, for sure, and that and that's definitely a fear to have you right now. Honestly, and and now that I, now that I think about about it too, the main here's the main thing that um that diss tracks can do because not only um like I've had music out in the past, but restarting my music career and stuff like that. So well, technically, that diss track was my first song, so that was a big mistake on my end too. Oh my god! Oh. That song has been the most popular song I have ever made so far. Yeah, it's and like. It's I don't know. It, it's hard. It's hard to get out of that like that 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 circle. You know, it's hard to it's hard to break out of that diss track basically because yeah, it's straight everyone, fire. 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like I made that first impression, you know what I mean? And I don't know if you've been hearing any of my recent music or anything like that. Um, But I've I've been like really trying to get into singing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, with that blues track? It's pretty good. I heard it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I have another one called Chapter for After the project I'm on the on the, the label is gonna uh, for the brand um is gonna have a is gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of singing from me and from other artists as well. But um you know I'm I'm not able to like I, I feel like I'm not able to give give it that kind of exposure you know because people still know me as a diss track guy. It's like a little punk track starting singing you know. No one's really gonna take him seriously because everyone knows him as as Gucci Gang the Gucci Gang guy. <laughs> But you know, and we saw it with Six Nine Two trying to move on with his life. He just and he and he couldn't do it after all the antics that he pulled. You know, now he's living oh, a life yeah. of you know having to be worried, looking over his shoulder all the time, and it's just like. And, and, and I'm not saying like project like the diss track I made. I'm like in that sense, but it's just like you know, I'm just like like I said, I've just made my first impression, and like um, I, I can't I can't like get away from it. Definitely, definitely. Um, I would say she's just at least trying to like relief of yourself moving forward, but like if it's there it's their popular artists do it all the time or like even if they sell their beef indifferences the this track is still available for everyone here that's why i just insist people to just not do that shit just like move in silence do better make them look stupid but like don't do it in like a display or like it'll be forever there and people can see it especially if you sell your differences it just makes you look stupid and petty but um yeah. i'm glad you thought about that that's what's what talked about it too it's like and, and I want to say with that situation too, it, like I'm a nice guy. It took a lot. Like this guy did a lot for me to make this diss track on him for sure. Um, I'll I'll say that too. Even at the end of the day, I still made this track, and I'm a I I am like I am not proud of it. But like when it comes down to it, like even even now we we still haven't um we still haven't settled our differences. If I ever see him in person, I'm gonna like beat the living shit out of him. I know he feels the same way. Except for me, I could actually win. But <laughs> I don't I don't know that that's a little off topic but just yeah mainly um i i want to i want to emphasize that as much too as much as possible um because that's um uh, that's just the main thing i'm worried about uh, people like thinking like i'm just like some kind of hothead you know what i mean um, i'm like it really took a lot for this kid to make a diss track on me and as much as um I, as much as i want people to shy away from the diss track hopefully in the future um i also want people to understand that as well is like i'm not i'm not the type to be making diss tracks on just anybody you know yeah that, he, he definitely must them. You seemed really pissed on that song, but like, if oh, you, yeah, if you like, can, he, it's not even just the shit he did to me. It's just like, bro, he's like, he literally got a minor pregnant, and like, I don't know, bro, bro, know, bro, bro. Just T- team, TMI, like, too much detail, too much detail. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Personally, like, I, I like just with that situation. I, I, I don't really care with that situation. I'll, I'll say it, but yeah, no. Like, like, um, no, I get what you said. That, then, no, no, yeah, that's definitely fucked up. But like, I don't know who this guy is, and like, I don't want to be like spilling his business or something. If you guys want to listen to the track from Pepe Freeman, um, what is what is the name of the track? Uh, Project Dude. Project Project Dude. Project Dirt, uh, D I R T G. Oh, Project Dirt. Yeah. It's a hot track. So, um, before we run out of any more time, would you want to discuss more about your brand, um, 888? Um, damn, I can't remember names today for some reason. 88 Music. Yes, ADA music. Yeah, no, you got it on the spot. Um, so yeah, just um, just a little more about the brand, I guess. Just reemphasizing January first. Um, like I said, we're really uh, we're we're really just trying to make this something where um, all the artists and stuff like that are uh, are getting the exposure that they need and stuff like that. And most of all, um, 
I, I think the most important part about this is that we're, like I said, we're doing this for a good cause. So um, I uh, I suggest everyone not just to check it out for um, for for the good music, but just to check it out for uh, for a good cause too. Lunch team can go a long way for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, all, overall I'm really I'm I'm just really excited for this project for sure. We got a lot of music videos on the way for it. We got uh, like I said, many great artists. I'll name just a couple right now: Scott Shields, Remy, JJ the Saiyan, Compose, this female singer i just met a couple days ago i just spoke to a couple days ago jill valentine she's incredible i'll, I'll make sure to send you guys to instagram too yeah, um, definitely when uh, when this interview's over but she's awesome she's a mom she's an r&b singer and she's just like super like motivated into it and you could hear it in her music it, and like we have so many artists like that and i'm i don't know i can't emphasize enough how excited i am this is true now that sounds really dope did you say you know someone named by jill valentine that name sounds very very familiar to me i don't know how but i feel like i've heard that name before she's an she's an az um artist um she's pretty popular not gonna lie um i haven't checked the numbers recently last time i checked it's like a few i think like a, a couple thousand um a couple thousand uh, monthly streams on uh, spotify so she she's definitely climbing up there for sure she's worked with um some artists already that i like really respect including fabrics um oh if you if you want that too i could uh show you him he's um Honestly, he's kind of the inspiration on the 88 brand, I'm not even gonna lie, because, um, yeah, he doesn't have his own brand or anything like that, but, like, I remember, um, going to one of the shows that he was hosting, that he was, um, that he was, a, a, like, that he, that, yeah, that he made and stuff like that, and just seeing the way that, um, not just, like, how he moves and stuff like that, but, like, how he, like, makes sure everybody gets as much exposure as possible, you know, and it's truly one of those things where it's, like, where, where it's like it, it's it's really wholesome there's no other there's no bullshit that um goes aside with it and um yeah that's just what really inspired me with it it, it really showed me that hey you know maybe maybe even if you don't get famous there's always a way for you to do the business side of music right you know mm -hmm. there's always there, there's a way to do it you don't have to be a fucked up business you know and um like, like i said i i really tip my hats off to Mavericks for for showing me that for sure um and yeah, he's a he's a great artist as well. Like I said, a couple thousand streams on Spotify as well. And uh, I'll, I'll make sure to send him um, send send you his context as well. But yeah, I think I think that's about it with uh, 88 Music. Like I said, January 1st, make sure to go check out um, the project and all that. It's going to be on all streaming platforms. Um, and <laughs> yeah, overall, <laughs> we're really excited for this for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll... Um, uh, I think uh, I think that's why I'm gonna leave it up for sure for the ADA brand. I think. Woo! All right, be sure to yeah. send a link when it drops, and I'll definitely be sure that my group and me specifically will support it and share with our fans and our audience. All right, thank you for this well, interview. Actually, one more oh. thing, if we have the time for it. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. So one more thing, um, we'll talk about it um after this too. Um, but I was listening to your guys' music as well. Um, if you want to put this in the podcast. If not, it's fine. But um, do you uh, would you guys be down to maybe uh, collaborate and maybe uh, work on a song for the project as well? Oh, definitely, definitely. We're more we just we're more happy to just collaborate with artists, anyone who's down with us, or just more specifically people who have like the same message and goals and desires as us. But like, if you want, we definitely would like make a song with you, maybe help you with another projects, and like I I definitely be down. I got asked by boys, but like I think they'd be down. Yeah. 
Definitely, um, cause yeah, I'll keep it brief with this too. But um, yeah, I really like what you guys are doing. Um, you know, real quick shout out to you guys. You guys are doing your podcast. Um, and not and not even that. Like with the with your music too, I respect the hell out of it because I feel like it is very versatile. You know, all of you guys are very versatile. Um, and like I heard some of your old tracks, some of you guys rapping and stuff like that. I think um, I'm really bad with dubstep music, so if I <laughs> fuck this up, I'm really sorry. Um, the new out al- the new like album slash EP you guys put out. Um, oh, two. Was it, like, was it was that kind of like house dubstep kind of i i'm really bad with this. are you talking about um familia de conte or london bridge because london bridge is uk garage and familia de conte is uh reggaeton with um um let me see what what genre is it it's like a type of i think it's spanish pop or something yeah yeah, um, let me see real quick. Um, I'm not, I'm about, I'm going on Apple Music right now. Um, because I, I know it's like you guys is like recent, recent one. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it, it's Children of Jaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if you, I, I, I couldn't hear that part, but yeah, Children of Jaw. I, I really love that album so much. Like I said, I'm really bad with dubstep. I don't know what it's called, but like as an artist, like you could tell that's good music as well. And um, yeah, overall, um. Just getting back to that, I just really like what you guys are doing. You guys are putting out good music. You guys are putting in good work, you know, and you guys are doing, like, you guys have the right mindset for it, too, you know, not trying to, um, like, like we've been talking about for the podcast, basically, not trying to be one of those businesses, you know, that, um, that screws people over. So we love to work with you guys. Um, I'm really, I would be really excited for that. We'll, uh, we'll definitely talk more about that on the podcast for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. We'd be more than down to make some music. It's hard because there's some songs we could include you in, but, like, we have this whole one love album that's gonna be released in spring and there's like 17 different artists but like if we're if there's enough room and like the other artists don't show up we'll definitely like call you guys in but um thank you for joining this podcast everyone this is pay pay freeman and we will see you next time goodbye oh yeah take care